0: Welcome into your weekend, everybody. It's time for another edition of the Odds Couple presented by Prop Wob here on the ESPN Chicago app. And ESPN 1000 alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're with you each and every week. We're getting closer to the start of football. Exhibition weekend number two. Big series for the White Sox in Tampa this weekend. So much to talk about, including the station's fantasy football convention presented by Miller Lite, which is happening Saturday morning at 115 Bourbon Street, and uh, it's going to be fun to be there, Mike, because in addition to fantasy, we're going to do some gambling talk. Yeah, too.
1: and I'm already here, to be honest uh, with you. You had to leave early. Yeah, I left early. I got. I think I left a little, but I misjudged. Uh, car, you know. Plus, I might be coming as the COVID cowboy. I'm thinking of dressing up as a cowboy with uh, uh, hand sanitizer in my holsters, wearing the double holster. You should do that. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that and uh, a fake mustache, the whole ball of wax. But, no, it's going to be great to see everybody. We're going to have some but uh you know the whole station's going to be this is my first one I know that you you guys have been going for years years and years And years. so yep. uh it's going to be fun we're going to give a symposium hopefully we'll be uh, bouncing off getting ready for the game yep. uh, I know that uh, I got a, a bear game uh, deal going as one of my picks I gave it out this morning but I'm going to wait till the end uh, I gave it out at Carmen and Yurko early but it's going to be fun we're going to have fun uh, my GPS just sent me a question mark. It yeah. didn't even, had never been that far. So, <laughs> never been that I mean, far south. Well, I think I'm an explorer now because I go to Jewel across from 47, <laughs> you know? So I'm it, ready to go.
0: It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We got lots of if stuff. Is Randy coming? Randy will be there. Good. Absolutely. Of course. He'll be working his ass I need, off. I
1: need my backup. He'll I need be there. The
0: whole station pretty good. much will be there. It's going to be a cool. good time. Uh, preseason weekend number two oh. Justin Fields delighted the Chicago fans with a very impressive third quarter last week. Mm-hmm. Um look, it's preseason, and there's a there's a million miles to go here. But uh, the, the journey of a the journey of a million miles starts with one step. And it was a good first step in that third quarter from Justin.
1: I thought pass. it was. I mean, I don't care. I know you're playing third stringers, but he wasn't playing with first stringers for the most part either. Right. I think you give him a, an opportunity. There was no edge rushing. There was no blitzing. So that's going to be a different ball wax. I know this week he had a couple down days in practice, two interceptions in one practice, but I'm not going to decry that. That's what practice is for. I think he's uh, – Showed some arrow pointing up, but that could end, uh, you know, the next game. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping everything goes well uh, with with him tomorrow. I'm going to have mixed emotions. Sorry, Uh, Mitch Trubisky. I'm still a big fan. The guy's highest quarterback rating ever. Had a six-touchdown game as a bear. Just put up some fantastic numbers uh, and did some wonderful things. But it's time to move on, and I I think that they're going to come out and I think they're going to treat this, at least in the first half, like a regular season game, to be honest with you. I think there's more riding on the line than to just get some practice in guard.
0: I think Mitch wants to play well, too, preseason yep. or not. Oh, I think yeah. you know, he's got a good opportunity to come back and play. He's going to play a lot. I mean, no Josh Allen. So I think Mitch is going to be fired up. To play I
1: like well. how Nagy said he wishes him nothing but the best and great success. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, you don't want that. Because if things go backwards here yeah, and he's right. shining over there, it just hastens things, and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, Dalton's going to play a quarter and a half. Uh, from yeah, what I'm that's understanding, what, that's what
0: it sounds like. About roughly a quarter and a half. That's that's right.
1: I hope he's not the red musket. I hope he's back to being the red <laughs> rifle. You know what well, I mean?
0: Certainly, if he's the starter in LA, I hope he's the red rifle. That's imagine some guy
1: rushing and you had a musket and then you had to take uh, it, was one bullet at a time, and no. you're taking the stick. I can't imagine.
0: I can't I'm imagine done. either. Yeah. I'm done. You better be, you better have good aim, I guess, <laughs> right? I mean, that's a scary way to go into battle, man. I'm telling they you. They used to kneel in front of each other. I know. I mean, come on. It's have some strategic, have some strategic, right? Exactly. Yeah. The Bears to make the playoffs, Mike. Yes, plus 180, no, minus 230. They have one of the most difficult schedules in the NFL. They still maybe have some uncertainty at quarterback. That's probably why that line looks yeah. like that. But, uh, but
1: if they're hopeful for Justin Fields, it's really a slap in the face of the Bear defense and of Dalton mm. and of Nagy. I think it's, yeah, they this is a playoff team from last year. Now they lost their quarterback. I'm just wondering what it would be if Mitch was back. I'm just curious because if it's like that with those two guys, the the uh, red, red Rifle and, and the, the future, what would it be with a guy? I think it's because of, of the quarterback situation when you stop and think about it, but uh, I think the defense has got to be it's going to start being scrutinized if, it's, yeah. especially if Buffalo riddles them tomorrow. Yeah,
0: almost a coin flip in terms of uh, the against the spread numbers in the yeah. first exhibition. We got I mean, it was eight and six. The favorites covered. Um, you know the the totals we saw a lot of unders, unders. Uh, last week. Right there could be like a, a correction maybe happening in weekend number two. I mean, I would look at totals if if if, if bet, you're betting anything in the exhibition season. I would try to find some value on totals. I agree. Um, right? I mean I agree it's because hard to you know, know what? With you... The per- personnel, uh, too many too many things could be weird with personnel. For 2
1: weeks, the Major League Baseball favorite, 71% were winning. Wow. Okay? This week, not the case. Although I can't help but be thankful for preseason football because if you bet baseball, I'm four and four, and I feel like a king. Mm. Uh, I mean, if you saw yesterday Detroit blow a ten to two oh, lead in the seventh two inning, lead. Wow. well, that used to in in my day, and my day goes back many days. In my day, if it was ten to two in the ten uh, seventh inning, people left. It was over. Yeah, because you had usually one pitcher going, or maybe two or at the most, three. You had Colfax, Marischal. They they would pitch seven, eight innings. Now you got guys leaving in the fifth and you got bad bullpens. I think the bullpen is the main thing now. So, you know, I don't I mean I don't mean to get off the NFL no, beat, no. but that's how things have changed in sports.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. I mean ten two really. You can't I'm not imagine you're gonna blow that lead. Well, out.
1: how about what happened with Seattle? They come back. Yeah. They were down seven two.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. And
1: then I'm winning to Kansas City. I got Kansas City plus points. It's three to one. And then it's three to three all of a sudden, and then Houston. I I mean you the Houston Astros in the top of the tenth get a guy on second automatically
0: automatically it changes things a lot. You change, those extra oh my ends.
1: God! They got they they scored three four runs. It was over. It's
0: pretty crazy, you know. The White yep. Sox have not been very good in extra inning games this year. They're uh, just uh, well, I mean they're not terrible. I mean they're a game below five hundred. They're not good in one run games. The Dodgers have been terrible in extra inning games. But when how do got- you say
1: I got it in Spanish? Uh, Do you have with, any
0: idea? I have it. Would be like Yo Tango would probably Yo be, tango. I have. Yeah.
1: Here. When you hear Steve Stone firing on Eloy, okay, get out of Lewis Roberts' way, please. Let him catch the fly ball. Yeah. My God. I mean, the guy is just reckless in left field, and, but but he's
0: so good at the plate. He's so good, I know. He just doesn't have good instincts out
2: there. <laughs> no, I know yeah. he
0: doesn't. I don't. Andrew Vaughn's better out there, period. I love Andrew Vaughn. I do, too. How do you not?
1: He How can, tall is he, by the way? He doesn't uh, look like a tall man.
0: I, off the top, I'm, I'm guessing around six feet. I don't know. No. You don't really? think so? Wow. Hey, let me Maybe look. Randy Hold can on. look that Hold up. Hold on. I'm going to look right now. I'll tell you this. That kid... He's continuing his assault on left-handed pitching. That kid's as dangerous against lefties as anybody in baseball. I mean, he crushes lefties. Here,
1: let me tell you about Andrew Vaughn, and we're all—he is playing every position like he's been doing it for years. You know, he plays left field, he plays right field, he plays second, he can play first. I mean, my God, I think he's the emergency catcher. I don't
0: know. (laughs) He's been very versatile. Yeah,
1: he's listed at six feet. Wow. Well, he was standing next to Eloy. Eloy's a monster. And Paul Kinurko. I he took a picture of Paul Konerko. I guess Paul Konerko saw him at the Field of Dreams game.
0: Oh, did he really? I didn't even see that. Hey,
1: by the way, Cincinnati and the Cubs—way to ruin everything yeah. in the Field of Dreams game. Shouldn't it be the White Sox every year?
0: I think you brought up a good point. I I even said it on on our show with me and Yurk. I mean, I I thought that was an excellent point. The other thing you said was that, and then and then it was funny because you had said it, and then Len Casper I saw Sunday at the game. And Len totally agreed that they should move it around to where baseball is not played. Bingo. and then But let the White Sox have the thing, yeah. like like Detroit
1: is the Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Let the White Sox have the Field of Dreams. I thought it was the, a very good point. What, are you going to have the Cubs? Seriously, Cincinnati, you can't put any more in, the, in, in seats. Although, I think the Field of Dreams game, by the time, in 10 years, there'll be a triple Decker Stadium around
0: that thing. Yeah, maybe, who knows. Yep. It's going to be hard for them to pull it off exactly how they did last year, though. It's just it was, or this It's year. over. It's over. I agree. Yeah, I mean, they,
1: they they took the charm out of the game. You have to have the White Sox in it. Yeah,
0: that that's a, a great point. Dumb. Like, just have the Sox do it each and every year. Should but, I run you know, the thing? Should I this, run the show? You should, but you're going to have other owners complaining that they want the experience and that they want the you know people going nuts for $5,000 tickets in a regular season game. Ernie
1: Banks never played at Yankee Stadium, I don't think. Or if he did, was oh. it was in an All-Star, all-star game. Yeah, right. You know how many National Leaguers never got the chance to play it? Yankee Stadium, absolutely. many. You know, so it, it, once again, it's the particip- uh, participation trophy Let's all the players want to play. They're so bad. That's not the point. Detroit owns Thanksgiving. If you don't play for the Detroit Lions or Dallas or the Chiefs now, <laughs> you're not, there's a chance you may never play on Thanksgiving.
0: We've got, know? yeah, I know. Absolutely. We've got more football to talk about. Uh, it's exhibition weekend number two. Some big picture NFL stuff, uh, as always, as we get closer and closer to the start of the 2021 season. Talk to Mike about the offensive explosion in the game a little bit. Luke Prigandi will join us coming up next. Okay, it will be on time. He's going to be with us tomorrow. He's one of our favorites. We'll talk about some of the hot props that are up for sale right now on PropSwap.com. So Luke will join us when we come back next. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. We do it each and every week for you. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, and we're joined by our great friend, he is one of the co-founders of our title sponsor and a Chicago guy. Luke
3: Brigandi joins us. Oh, God, What's up, John? What's up, Mike? How are you, buddy? What's up,
0: my friend? You're in Chicago good. this weekend. I know you love coming home.
3: Of course. I'm here. I'll be there at the uh fancy convention on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's gonna be
0: good. All right, so we're about six weeks out here from the end of the regular season yeah. in baseball. We've got some races heating up. Uh you got some real interesting stuff going on with Cy Young in the NL. I think it's gonna end up being close between Garrett Cole and Lance Lynn in the AL. I saw that you guys recently sold a Max Muncie MVP ticket at thirty five to one. Get the hell out of here. He's like six to one right now. That's an incredible ticket.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He is now moved past Bryce Harper to be in second place behind Tatis of the Padres. Muncie is mashing the ball. So that guy to get that thirty five to one ticket is a great price. Um, you know, that's, that's props off, you know, someone probably grabbed him at 50 to one. Mm. He made money. He sold a 35 to one guy that got a 35 to one can flip it again, right? Yeah. We have, we can have six different owners of the same sports bet. You know
1: folks, when it comes to prop swap, one of the great deals is you get great buys on futures. And I don't know where Cam Newton's gonna fit in for M V P race. He's gotta be a hundred or something to one. But I saw a healthy football player. I saw a lively arm, not a dead arm last night. I also coach of the year Bill Belichick and over and under for New England, Luke. I think you might see some action. I know it was only a preseason game, but Cam Newton was fitting the ball in and he looked healthy last night.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Pats are always interesting. You got Belichick, of course. You know, I, I'm sticking with New England. I saw a guy grab uh, Matt Jones to win MVP at 200 to 1 odds. Wow. On. And, you know, obviously, I, I, what I think this guy is doing, he's going to prop swap it if Matt comes in in week four, week five, whenever that is. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, New England's interesting, right? You get you got the Dolphins twice, you got the Jets twice, some pretty garbage teams. You get to play four times. So, um, you know, that's. I can't imagine Belichick will be down for much longer. Yeah, uh,
0: big weekend for golf, too. This, the Northern Trust, great field, uh, pretty prestigious tournament. I mean, it's not a major where the action is, like, just furious all weekend at Prop Swap. But um, how about the golf this weekend at the Northern Trust? And John Romney at the top of the leaderboard again.
3: Yeah, we uh, a buddy of mine sent me a stat. In all of the golf tournaments since Phil won in May, the leader on Saturday going into day four, the only person that has won since May is Phil Mickelson, who was leading after three days and then won on the fourth. And what that tells me wow. is people that are winning after three days, they just fall apart. That's incredible. On the fourth day, it happens every single weekend. Yep. And you know when people have a golfer and he's winning after day three, people are like, "Oh, it's a lock." You know, I'm not going to prop off this, but you know, clearly the numbers say that one time in, you know, 25 weekends, yeah, the guy winning after day three it, won it. it so prop wow. off those things and, and lock it in. Yeah, and like the guy takes the lead
1: like Russell Henley last week. Russell Henley was minus 130 on day 4.
3: Wow.
1: He, he was gone. So, so, he was gone after 8 holes.
3: So nobody
0: right. nobody since Phil with the 54 hole lead has closed out a tournament on the PGA Tour since that's
3: since so May. That's since, since May. Yep. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that that crazy. that goes
0: to show you you better be looking at uh, what's happening live and looking at the PropSwap app to see if there's somebody that's going to have good odds, that can sneak up and win that thing. Luke, enjoy uh, your Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. See Can't you tomorrow, wait. buddy. Have a great day. All right, buddy?
3: Looking forward to it, boys. All right, pal. We'll see you. There's oh, okay. Luke
1: Props. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I I took Russell Henley, but I also took uh, a couple other guys. Sloan last week trying to hit the big one, plus yeah. 1,100. And then somebody else won, of course. Uh, and and, and, and golf is... Hey, golf is tough and, and and Henley was minus 130 to start today. You know, I want to touch on Cam Newton. Okay. Because I know that uh uh Cam Newton to me, I I thought he was done. Me too. Then I watched him yesterday. And and if you watch the game, he looked like he did five, six years ago. So I'm just wondering. They, you know, Belichick's got a year under his belt with the COVID. He had just gotten Cam Newton. Cam Newton had a dead arm. I mean, I, it might be interesting. I don't know about Mac Jones. What happens if they, if New England is 3-1 and one after four games with Cam Newton? Uh,
0: you're not going to see Mac Jones. I mean, Cam Newton was zipping it last night. I, yes. I, I mean, and I only saw the highlights, but, I mean, it. it you could see it. I mean, yes. they, they were making a point on the NFL Network when I was watching the highlights at the end of the night of pointing it out, like, wait a minute, all of a sudden – Cam was like zipping the ball again. Yeah, I mean. he was fitting it in, tight spaces,
1: he was running, he de- he was very careful, he was reading the defense. All I'm saying, I'm not saying he's going to be the MVP or anything, but it might be an interesting investment, because he has been an MVP, and I said this, I'm not exaggerating, he's been banged up the last few years, he looked as good as he did when he won the MVP in 2015, but that's a preseason game, I understand, but he lo- didn't look like this at all last year.
0: No, he... He looked awful last year yeah last he first, was horrible i mean he really did he looked completely broken down unfortunately yep. and and maybe he still is in at some point the yep. age and the wear and tear will catch up with him but uh he looked good last night for what it's worth you're right about
1: at that. philadelphia looked bad and i don't know who this coach is and why I, I i don't know i should have i'd like to t- i'll talk to yurko about this i know it's preseason. But you're going for it on fourth and four from the 25. I think that you, re, if you're down 14 nothing, you kick a field goal. And reward the guys for coming by, back a little bit. They're passing up points, working on things. I mean, to me, uh, you know what? you got to prove you could score some points, too. You know? And, and they just and, and try. Unless, for, and, 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 and they're ignoring it. They're and, ignoring
0: it. Unless his plan is to be, like, super aggressive in fourth and four. Wow. He's going to go for it. You know? Wow. I'm, I'm wondering. I don't, it's because, like, how do coaches want to do it? Are they using this as a dry run where let's play it like we're going to play a game scenario? If in or... field
1: goal range from the 24-20, and I saw it last year, I know that maybe there's analytics, the same right. analytics that has ruined baseball, but if you're going at it, if it's more than two yards, I, I, I want to see the stats. Right, Works yeah. fourth and four, and it's successful. Well, you know? And
0: I want to see, yeah, like, is, is the risk, like – is the reward definitely worth the risk? Like you have to, the math better be pretty overwhelming. That says this is what it does to your expected point total. You know, by going for it, like that better be a significant number if you're going to start. Doing Dallas it on beat Carolina
1: by three. Matt ruled twice passed up fourth yes. fourth downs, field goals to go for it from the 20 and the 25 yard line. Hey, you're a college boy, all right. Get to get get the points. I understand, but man, come on! I just still want to win the game, don't you?
0: I think they feel like the the best way for them to win is by going for it, is by keeping the wow. offense on the field. I think more and more coaches do. You know kind of how feel many
1: teams way? lose by three points like four, that lot. pass up field goals? And check check it out every Sunday, folks. I'm going to keep a track of that this year. When I'm going to keep track of passing up field goals and how it ends up. Well, at and, the end of the day, because you could score. I know you could score a touchdown on that drive if you make it on fourth and four. But, man, I mean, I see guys going for it on fourth from the 28th. I mean, come on, fourth and two. It's crazy.
0: Three is still the most common outcome in an NFL game. Uh, historically, Agreed. that is your number one yep. outcome. The, yeah. I was going It's This is a good segue, too, because I, I did want to talk to Mike about the, uh, the offensive explosion around the league really in the last couple of years. We'll probably talk about this tomorrow at the convention when we talk about gambling for the year but i mean th- there were there were over 14 a little over 1400 offensive touchdowns scored last year huh. now there had never been 1300 in yeah. any NFL season there were 1400 i think one of the fascinating storylines mike is going to be what is it like with fans back yes. because we saw we saw a spike in what was going on around the league on how well road teams did yes. without having to deal with home crowds. We saw it. There's there's concrete data from last year that tells us, look, for the first time since the merger, fifty years, home teams had a losing record.
1: Yes. Like there you know it. Right? You're on your game. I mean, that's it, Carm. You're on your game today. There were no uh, crowds last year. Uh, COVID did uh, treat some teams better than other teams. Some teams came in weaker than they thought. I mean, uh, that's going to happen. We talked about the totals for for this year. What happens if you're right on the total, you're right on the number, right. and your main quarterback misses a game because of COVID? So uh, they're going to. we'll see what happens with that, but you're absolutely right. You hit it on the head. The road teams had the advantage last year. Yeah. I don't think you'll see that many touchdowns this year. Yeah, I don't.
0: I, I, it's, uh, that's going to be a, f- a fun thing to kind of track and watch, and it right. could affect how lines are set. Uh, when we come back, Mike, and I'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming NFL season. We've got some other baseball stuff to discuss. Uh, White Sox having uh, that, you know, starting that big series down in Tampa. So we'll touch on that game a little bit. And Jim Miller's going to give us ponies Jimmy! in about 20 minutes or so. So don't go anywhere, folks. We are cruising along. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. And, of course, you'll get the Encore replay every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 on ESPN oh. 1000. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Mike's on Twitter, at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Make sure you hit us up. Harbaugh and the Ravens did it again last week, Mike. It took a little took a little something at the end, but Baltimore has now won 18 consecutive preseason games. The guy's uh, winning percentage against the spread in the preseason is, like, almost 700. I mean, it's, it's incredible. John Harbaugh... Uh, he knows how to get it done in the preseason. Do we yeah. play the
1: trend? I don't know. Well, you know what? I, I respect a coach like that. I, it seems like he takes it seriously. He seems. I, I think winning becomes a habit, and I don't think there's any time but the present to start winning games. I, I think if you think that, that tomorrow I want to see the Bears lose, people are crazy. Now, I may say take Buffalo plus the four and a half, mm-hmm. but I don't want the Bears to lose. I think that you actually build momentum. Now, people are going to go and say, well, the Bears were 1-3 and three in their Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. I've even said that. Yeah, but they didn't have anything, like, to prove in the preseason. They were all established players. And, and you know what? The Bears have had a very tough week, for instance. Tavon Jenkins, who yeah. people had as the next Jimbo Covert, is Jimbo Colvert in year nine. Yeah. He may never play in the National Football League as an effective player with a bad back. So, uh. You know, you're seeing all sorts of, of changes. You're seeing things happen. You're, I'll tell you, betting on baseball is more dangerous than betting on the preseason. That's all I'm going to tell uh,
0: you. You think so?
1: Oh, Ooh, yeah. oh I, I am telling you, man. I mean, baseball this year has been tough, but preseason ain't no picnic. It's not. I mean, I, I just think that I'm as confident betting preseason, although now I can expose myself. I did bet Philadelphia yesterday. Minus one. How about, oh, my God. But let me ask you a question about integrity. They said Jalen Hurts is playing a quarter and a half. Yeah. He's dancing on the field, right?
0: Yeah.
1: At game time. And the Eagles have a deal with a betting firm, right? Mm-hmm. At game time, he's pulled. And then they say he's got an upset stomach. He was just dancing, okay, on the field. That's cause... For concern, preseason or not, especially when you're involved with gambling.
0: See, In preseason, yeah, they don't mind. You know, in the regular season, it would right. never happen. Pre-season, well, what happens?
1: You don't tell me yeah. that somebody that didn't know he was going to be pulled might pull, put a number, yes. put a bundle on New England. That's but New crazy. England had action anyway. There's no doubt they were getting points. They started out as as the favorites, oh. and then, but but what really hurt me was when they tell you at game time. Yeah. That, that he's not playing that's raw
0: that's why the preseason of football is tough but i think yes. you hit it on the head in baseball cuz you always mentioned the bullpens i think that's what makes it hard yeah like there's there's too much specialization i guess you'd say that you know happens in these games now and the bullpen is required to cover too many outs and it opens it up i think to you
1: pitch six least, guys think. in one game right. somebody's like, going to get torched yeah
0: like there's more i think it opens it up to some more randomness like i don't i think you're i'll right. give you an
1: example in the old days in the olden days, which was a catfish hunter comes in, maybe has a short stint, maybe gets batted around. It's four to four. Raleigh Fingers comes in in the f- fifth inning and and pitches and till the eighth or ninth. Pitches the whole game, yeah. The pitches rest of the, the game. whole game. That's right. Now and 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 at least back in the day, you saw at least at the most at times three pitchers. Now you're seeing eight,
0: seven. They're increasing the bullpen use. I mean, now it's incredible when Liam Hendricks gets a five-out save like he did the other night. I mean, that's a five-out save. It's like, holy cow, we got five outs. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's Goose but, Gossage but, is like, hold my beer, you know. Oh, uh, my five, God. Five-out save.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, to me, uh, Mike Marshall. I Yo, mean, man, these guys, yeah. you, they're bears. Yeah. They wanted the ball every day. I mean, it was crazy, and they had the rubber arms. I talked to Mike Marshall numerous times on interviews because yeah. it fascinated me. He said that the way pitchers are trained is wrong, and they're all going to have arm problems. He's not far from the
0: truth. He's not. I mean, he's always been on that, right? Like, right? He's, he's been he's been working with like young young arms for years. he I don't. Tra- did he? He's still alive, isn't he? Uh, oh. Oh, is he gone? Did, is his
1: mic I think London? he might have just Randy recently he passed away and he went to that. Uh, Wait, did he really? He went to that bullpen in the sky. I don't know. Can Randy check that he's out? He's checking.
0: Randy thinks he passed. He just. I looked think at he me.
1: did, too. I read that about a month ago. Nobody said nothing. Hardly Dude, at all.
0: He did. He died over Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I didn't
1: even realize yeah. that. Well, thank God I caught that. Wow. Yeah, I saw it about it, but they didn't make a big deal because he's a rebel. Yeah, man, he was rebellious right. about the way the pitching has been handled, and I think we can all agree in Major League Baseball.
0: Well, he had great facial hair, too. When he had that mustache going, he had great facial
1: was hair. was he something?
0: I tell you, that's awesome. Yeah, baseball's tricky, man. You're right. And I've had kind of, and I don't bet it a ton. That's why we live for football season, let's face it. Well, they're putting I mean, on know,
1: second base in the 10th inning I, a powerhouse team like Torah Houston. Here's your Here's a guy in second. Welcome, welcome to the game of baseball in the 10th inning.
0: And then how about the Cubs? 12 straight losses. You could have bet the Cubs 100 bucks, took your winnings and rolled it over, and you got a nice little profit after two days of beating the Reds finally. Right. You know?
1: I mean, what the Cubs have done is, I mean, uh, despicable, I think, the way that they've put together an on-air, pro- I mean, on a product that is not a major league product for the most part. I mean, they got some players that can play. They got Wisdom. They got Ortega. I still love Kyle Hendricks, but what they did, I feel bad. You know, a guy like Rizzo. Who might have been better to sign with the Cubs. It I watched him the other night. Got a big hit. He looks he doesn't look good. He's had COVID, I think, a couple times. Yeah, he came had COVID. back. Yep. But you know what what I felt bad about? But this is the difference between the Cubs and the Yankees. He's the face of the franchise with the Cubs. He's just another schlub in New York. That's with true. With Stanton and Judge. I mean Brett Gardner. Even those kind of guys. He's just another player. You know, but you know what? He was felt slighted maybe, and he decided to bet on himself. I think he'll get – I don't think you give him more than a three-year deal. Hope it works out for him. But y- you could see the difference in teams just by where Anthony Rizzo ranks on the yeah, chart.
0: I think you're right about that. It's easy to get lost in the shuffle in New Oh, York. yeah. White Sox and Rays open a big series tonight. Oh. Giolito against Walker. I mean, Michael Walker's been awful. His ERA is north of eight in the second and half. And
1: Giolito's got, what, 3.5 something? Or yeah, he's like been that. a little up and he's not down. Bad up and down, but 9 and 9 or something like
0: that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, <laughs> one thing in this game, I'll tell you, I, I, I hate to say it. I do think the White Sox are going to win tonight, actually, but mm-hmm. they got to face their old nemesis, Nelson Cruz, who just torments was- them. East. He torments them, and he's got real good career numbers against Giolito. A couple weeks ago, we gave out a Joey Votto player prop, and it hit on a home run. Yes, Nelson, that was awesome. Nelson Cruz is plus 360 tonight. He, oh. he, has not, he has not played great since the trade, but he got a little bit hot in their sweep of Baltimore. He had two home runs and drove in six. He I have nightmares about Nelson Cruz, so I might bet Nelson Cruz... Uh, for one home run tonight at plus 360. Yeah. And the yeah, White Sox why not? still win. Why not? He kills the side. I mean,
1: Votto was hitting prop bets Will he hit a homer tonight after he had hit a homer five consecutive games. I know. And crazy. then he hit it on the sixth game. Then he hit it on the seventh game. Sometimes those prop bets aren't bad. They're better than – I'll tell you what you got to do now in baseball. You got to bet the first five innings.
0: That seems to be the big yeah. trend, Mike. Yes. Yeah.
1: You cannot no longer depend on that. That's the way, and it it
0: takes the bullpen out. That's a great point. I
1: think you got to go first five innings, and I'm going to start doing that because I'm not happy with my baseball. Four and four to me, I don't like being ordinary. But you know what's coming up, Carm, the NFL? I know. And that's an automatic for us. I'm chomping at the bit, my
0: friend. I am too. We got only a couple weeks left, and I can't wait. Plus, college too. College is right around the corner. Um, so, yeah, the same four teams. Get used to it. It's uh, every year. So get State, ready. It's Clemson. It's Oklahoma, Alabama,
1: Clemson, Ohio State. Georgia.
0: It's going to be some. <laughs> Georgia always disappoints. They always the do. I know. I feel bad for Hoodie. He wants him so badly to get in there. I'm like, come on, Georgia, do it for Hoodie for crying out loud! And somehow they always disappoint. None of them can be. Uh, none of the old guys that coached under Sabin can beat Saban. None of them can
1: beat him. No. And, 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 and you know what? that That's usually one of them comes back to bite you, you know? But somebody was showing me Andy Reid's coaching tree the other day. Oh, his It's coaches. insane. Right? It's insane. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, you know, uh, he's got, I mean, coaches that have been very, bigger than Belichick and better than oh, Belichick. Oh, yeah, I think so. Although, I'm going to tell you this. I would rather have Josh McDaniel as an offensive coordinator than any offensive coordinator in football. Maybe not as a head coach.
0: But as a coordinator?
1: But if the Bears said tomorrow, we have wrestled, which is a fantasy, speaking of the fantasy football draft, the Bears wrestling any coach from somewhere, we have wrestled Josh McDaniel hmm. as the offensive coordinator for the Bears, hmm. I'd be ecstatic. I wouldn't care who was the head coach.
0: That's a good question. Right? He's a hell, a, a hell of a
1: – hell of hey, I, he tailors his teams to the talent. I think Mitch Trubisky would have been a much better – I like Mitch, anyway, but he would have been much better with Josh McDaniels. That's I th- my opinion. I think
0: McDaniels is a good choice. I think in that division, Brian Dable in Buffalo, who is a Saban guy, is a very good choice. Well, you know, um, I think Sean McDermott's the best coach in football. I love Sean McDermott. I am from I'm, Buffalo. I'm from Buffalo. I'm telling you, you they it, get better every year, it, and it, he picked up Trubisky to back up Allen. Smart. It has to be appreciated. Yeah. what, the, I think four to five years he's been there, they've been a playoff team?
1: Yeah, and they're going I mean, up against Mahomes, and now he's got Josh Allen with the big contract. He's got a, de- a decent second stringer. He's got a defense. They're going to run the ball against the Bears. The Bears better be ready for the run. I think the Bear defense may have a long day. I think both defenses may have a long day. But from what I saw from Buffalo last week, they got guys that fly to the football, too.
0: Yeah, they they went 15 years without sniffing the ball. How about that? And he, this guy shows their, up. I think four to five years they've
1: been. I'm going to give you the surprise coach for me. All right. Uh, the dark horse coach. Watch. And I'm not a fan of his, but I think he's got the players to put in his offense. Kingsbury.
0: Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. Yep.
1: You, I'm I, not a fan. Hey, make that bet for a
0: futures wager. They get 25 to start. 1. Coach, there you go. I like that. All right, when we come back, our guy Jim Miller's got pony. Jim We still have a couple of best plays to give out for tonight oh, as well. Oh, so.
1: come on. The hair on the back of my neck standing up.
0: Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back inside the odds couple entering the home stretch on the odds couple on the espn chicago app make sure you check out the encore replay if you ever miss anything each and every saturday morning uh, eight o'clock right here on espn 1000 and of course you can always catch up on the app and uh, let's bring in one of the best handicappers in the country he's made money for us and our listeners for oh so long now got another weekend of racing at hawthorne and we'll see what he likes he's the galloping
2: gent the one and only jim miller jimmy
3: hey what's
2: up jimmy Gentlemen, you know what? We're, we're getting geared up here for the start of the football season. The White Sox are playing good. Racing's still going on, so there's a lot of action. Every Everything's going good over at Hawthorne.
0: Football is back, kind of. It's still preseason, but does it uh, add to sort of the buzz and the excitement in and around the track with the book kind of building towards opening day. You guys noticing that people want to come out and even watch these exhibition games on the weekend?
2: You'd be surprised. It's actually even better than I think any of us expected, just to have that ability to go out and and watch a game and watch it live and bet on it live. It it really has picked up, even with the preseason. I think only three preseason games helps. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. definitely going to be that buzz around the regular season. But, yeah, everybody's getting prepared, and the uh, numbers are definitely picking up on the weekends.
1: You know, it used to be the horses were the name of the game. I mean, at at your wonderful track and at other tracks Uh, with gambling and with the NFL, Jimmy and NCAA football, football on every night, baseball going on till uh, till, uh, October, for God's sake, Um, with your casino and everything else that's going on the sports book. I mean, it's basically some days the horses are going to take a a second shot. They're going to be second or third choice, aren't they?
2: Yeah, and they take a back seat sometimes, but what we have to do, Mike, then is really do a good job of making sure that we get that crossover of exposing mm-hmm. the horse player to sports betting and exposing mm-hmm. the sports betting player to horse racing. So that's the one thing that you're going to see, especially in our fall thoroughbred meet, is last year we shifted back to racing live on Sundays, and we always used to avoid Sundays because of the NFL, but now because you can be right there at Hawthorne and bet those games yeah. – we want to have racing going on too, because if you're betting a game and you may just be watching a total, well, there's sure. a three-hour football game. There you go. You're going to get four, five, six races over the course of those three hours. So to get that crossover wagering is what we're working towards. We're doing a good job so far, and I think it's only going to get better.
0: That is an excellent point. All right, so another weekend of racing. Uh, we got about six weeks left in the uh, the meet here for the summer, the harness meet, and then into the thoroughbreds. What do we like for this weekend around the country that we're going to wager on, Jimmy?
2: You know what? Going back to the hometown track, we've had our success at Hawthorne. So three of them at Hawthorne Saturday night. We're going to start in race seven, bet the four, cranking it up across the board, eight to one in the morning line on a horse that's been very consistent. Then in race eight, bet the seven horse, dreaming image to win. This horse has been sharp each of the last two weeks. And then race nine, Bet the One, Valdana across the board has speed, gets the inside, and should be very tough.
0: All right, so all three races tomorrow, Saturday night at Hawthorne, under the lights. We've got the seventh race, the four-horse across the board. The eighth race will go with lucky number seven to win. And then race nine, the one-horse across the board,
2: right? That's right. Let's make some money. Get ready for the NFL action, boy. Sounds good, Jim. Talk to you next week. Jim, Jim- yeah.
0: There is Jim Miller at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Okay, so a few other baseball things before we get out of here and give you some best plays for like a brief 48 hours. For the first time all year, it took until the middle of October, the Giants were actually favored in the NL West. But wouldn't you know it, as we tape this podcast, the Dodgers are the favorite again after uh, ripping off a seventh consecutive win by beating the Mets last night. The Giants were idle. They're now just two and a half games out. I mean, the Dodgers, even with all the injuries and everything else, They lead the league in ERA. They lead the league in runs. They've got the best run differential in Major League Baseball. And now they're the favorite again to win that division. And just when we thought, man, the Giants are going to hold on to this thing, I don't know what the hell to think. The Dodgers are so good.
1: Yeah, they're like the Yankees now. I mean, Brett Boone, now he was being criticized a month and a half ago. He ain't getting criticized no more.
0: Yeah, they've won seven in a row, too. Right.
1: Steady hand. So... Uh, Those teams are going to make noise. Uh, I I expect, of course, the White Sox have a cakewalk. I expect them to keep playing as hard as they can. There's still guys that want to play, you know, get better than than they are. But, you know, their lead is so big Mm -hmm. that, they're not going to have that competition. I, I don't expect the White Sox to win the World Series if they did surprise me. Uh, but, I, I yeah, would it surprise you that the Yankees and Dodgers are in the World Series? It wouldn't surprise me,
0: folks. Yankees are scary right now in the AL, Mike. I agree with you. And
1: they're pitching to me. Okay, they got Cole. I understand.
0: Tyone's been great, though. Yeah. You know, like, they've got uh, but Montgomery's who that. back.
1: Yeah. I mean, but they're the, they're the pedigree teams. Like right. I said, Rizzo was a franchise hero here. There, he's just another guy. I saw him in the dugout standing by
0: himself. Unless He, he does was the toast of the town. Unless he does something like crazy in the playoffs for them, you know, I mean, that would help. Yeah, but I mean, he's playing
1: where Derek bit. played.
0: I know. <laughs> you're you know what I playing mean? with Derek and played. You're playing where Derek played. Where Reggie played. Where are played. Reggie played. Where, Reggie played. Played. where Joe played. I mean, it's how Hell, insane. you're playing where Paul O'Neill played. <laughs> I mean, for that's right. You're playing where Tino Martinez played.
1: I mean, you're playing. Exactly, Carm. I know. Tino Martinez, you can you can equate the Riz. Yeah,
0: you can. I know. You kinda, I mean of you He's one of those guys.
1: But, but Tino Martinez wasn't the best player on the team. No. But like you said, maybe Riz steps up. Look, they all like good putting. I heard Bryant yesterday. Hey, it's a shame. He was the big man here. Yeah. Now he says, well, everybody just does their job in San Francisco. You got Brandon Crawford who I play have played for me any
0: day of the week. Dude, he's so good defensively. Oh
1: player. my God, he I love him. Still moves well, I know. I like and he him. can hit. He can raise. He's had a good year. Yeah. Oh come on. They and all that, have. They all have. I mean Posey and everything else. So. You know, I see Bryant over there. Baez has disappeared. The Mets are disappointing.
0: Oh. Uh, They were supposed
1: to be much better. I remember, you know, they were going to be all that. The Cubs are a disaster. There's seven horrific baseball teams right now in baseball. The Orioles shouldn't even be representing the city. they're bad.
0: It's a shame. Yeah. But they've got the top prospect in the game, and he'll probably be up next year. So maybe that helps. But.
1: I've seen him come and go. Oh, I remember Corey Patterson. Everybody told me he was oh, a five-to-a yeah. player. He was one tool. He was a pair of pliers when you needed a hammer. I mean, he couldn't get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so I've heard it all. He stopped joy. Enough. <laughs> a pair of remember he needed. stopped joy? I remember we, he stopped we, joy. Look, yeah. we re- – we ran Mark Grace out of town for He for Sop he Troy.
0: Troy. Didn't they trade He Sop Choi for Derek Lee though? Wasn't that the trade? Yeah. I think they at least they got Derek Lee out of My his. God. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. All right, before we're out of here, let's give best plays. What All do you right. like tonight, bud?
1: Well, on the fabulous Carmen and Yurko show, I'm a big fan. That really picks up steam uh, on Fridays, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Anyway, I, I love being on with the boys, and Great. good to see everybody tomorrow. Over 38 and a half, over 38, Buffalo and Chicago. That's what I gave out there. I got one other game. Uh, I, I don't know if this is – is this tonight? It might be tonight. The Washington Redskins minus five and a half uh, playing Cincinnati. Minus five and a half playing the Bengals in preseason. Ron
0: Rivera minus five and a half. That's tonight, I do believe. I think that's tonight. Uh, I like a baseball game tonight. I actually like two things. I know it's tough, right? I mean, after everything we said, I'm going to give out a baseball game. Really, believe me. I'll play Padres minus 110 run line tonight. Padres hosting the Phillies. Look, they just got swept by the Rockies, but they had a day off. The Phillies just got swept in Arizona.
1: Yeah, they stink.
0: They stink right now. The I bet Arizona one night they
1: beat them 3 to 2 straight up.
0: Well, and the Phillies really stink on the road. I mean, their offensive numbers are bad on the road. They're 10 games below 500. And um, Bryce
1: Harper is really. I know they got Segura and other guys on that team. Um. One of their big-time players is not playing up to snuff this year. But Bryce Harper can't do it by himself. I
0: know. He really can't, and he's still you having know? a great year. But I, I think the – and Blake Snell's starting to pitch well. So <laughs> there's no way Matt Moore is repeating what he did in his last start out. So I like the – and the Padres are losing their grip on that second wild card. I think they know they got to kick it into gear. I like the Padres' run line against the Phillies <laughs> tonight. So you only have to lay 110. And I'm going to play – I don't give out unders much, but I'm going to play a trend just because it's been pretty strong. I I know, I'm going to play the under in the D-backs Rockies game because believe it or not, everybody thinks, oh, it's got to be an over every night. The under is 34-26-2 in cores this year. And how about 16 of the last 21 games have gone under? I mean, it's 11 and a half again tonight. I'm going to play the under in that one, even though I think Vegas kind of adjusted a little after... Uh, Losing all three when they posted huge totals in that Rockies Padres. Well,
1: you know, when Randy, uh, before the show, Randy's telling me to throw in a stat, you know, make yourself more broad, if you will, instead of the same predictability that you've shown over the three decades. And I go, yeah, there's no doubt about it. This one stat, it does astound me. Buffalo and the Bears, you think under automatically for most people, right? They're the highest over and under tonight at 38.5. This
0: weekend. How about that? Or this weekend. Yeah.
1: 38. So think about that. Yeah. People are gonna. And you still I, like it? Oh, I love the over. Do it. I like it. I like the philosophy. When are the on Bears that? ever the, the 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 toast of the town? I when know, it comes and to I ice, and all. I
0: like your philosophy on that for what we should expect tomorrow. So I think it's good. Oh,
1: I'm looking forward to tomorrow, all right,
0: Mikey. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, buddy. It's going to be great. Uh, thanks to Randy Merkin, and Sean Davis, and Tyler Aki, as always. I love them. Everybody have a wonderful weekend, and uh, Mikey, we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy.
1: All right, everybody. So long, everybody.